How very much I've loved you. How very much I've tried my best to give you the good life. Don't you want a world of unconditional love and brotherhood? We have the secrets to self-improvement. You can join us and be special. Join our elite mission to save the world. Since the death of God, there's been a vacancy open. You could fill that void. Here's how. We'll title this tape. Welcome to the Cult of Comics. Da, 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 it's the news. Welcome to the Cult of Comics podcast. It's the news. Bring it to you fast with Sean Walsh, Josh Craven, Tyler Brown. How's it going, boys? Oh, are we using full names here? We're doing names Jebediah, Jedidu, Jedidake, Jedicrave. Jebediah, what it is. Joe Cray. That's your new nickname, Joe Cray. No, that's my brother. Crave. <laughs> Anyways, Ty, Ty welcome looked to like the... he was just now discovering I, I for wanna... the first time that you have a brother. I did. I, I've mentioned him before. You have, you have mentioned between him. Between him and me, I have. Between him and me, we have two different letters in our names. I think it's between he and I. And on that note, between let's the two of us, <laughs> there's only two letters that are different in our names. Between so, me and he. Me and he. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try, just the two of us, just the two of us. Can I sing that to you when I see you, Sean? No. Oh. Anyways, welcome to the news. And what's going on in the world of comic books? We've got things going on. We've got a couple things. We've got some announcements of some comics and some endings of things that are comic book related, including a couple of different shows. And also some shows that are comic book oriented that outperformed other comic book shows. So first off, let's talk about my personal favorite thing in the world, and obviously the most important thing that there ever is to do about comics. Green Lantern. So how's it going? Who's doing what? Go. Woo. So you know that Mariko Tamaki Hal Jordan series we were really unexcited for? I was so excited yeah. for it. I actually because got it was tattooed because written of it. by Mariko Tamaki, who we Yeah. No, we... uh, out of all the writers, she's one of them. Hey, I thought you enjoyed the uh, Double Trouble stuff. Yeah, but that's so, like, <laughs> simply written. As soon as she tries yeah. to do, like, an adult plot, it is just generic and bland and... I have no idea. I, I've only read the Double Trouble stuff. Um, um, well, yeah, that America has been cancelled. <clears throat> the, the Double Trouble? No, the Green Lantern, Hal Jordan. America no! Movie. Yeah, that's been cancelled, Tyler. How many issues did that make it to? Zero. It had only just been solicited. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the new announced Dawn of the DCU things that have been announced for March yeah. or April. They just said, uh, hey, take backsies. Yeah. So it's now written by Jeremy Adams and art by Zamanico. And there's going to be a backup story in that issue written by Philip Kennedy Johnson about Jon Stewart. And then that's going to mm. be spinning off into its own title further down the line. You're going to have two Green Lanterns? Yeah. Titles? It's not the first time. It's current year. Yep. Uh, Jeremy Adams. What else has he been doing Flash. lately? Fuck yes. I am actually really okay with that. I'm I actually really okay with that. I didn't think you liked the one minute war stuff. No, remember I just was giving you a hard time about it at oh. first, but I actually genuinely liked how comic booky it is. It feels like that's how that title should, that's what that title should be yeah. doing right now. That's very 
yeah. 90s. It's very much in Jeremy love with the series. Adams Hang on. I'm singing praises to his favorite series. Fine. I love that series, and I'm actually going to start reading all of it. Good. So send me the link to okay. part one of Jeremy Adams' run immediately, yeah. right now, on the show. Josh, go ahead. Sean, go. Yeah. Jeremy Adams does... Jeremy Adams the eighth, apparently, uh, is This is getting out of hand. Big... Now there's eight of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a name they decided that needs to be carried on forever. Uh, <laughs> but he's a uh, pretty big screenwriter and producer as well. Uh, he was on uh, The Supernatural, but he's done a ton of uh, the Lego shows or movies. Just tons of stuff. Oh my god. So and a lot and of, also a load uh, of the genius. DC animated movies. Yeah. He got well, his yeah. TV start doing the and Green Lego Lan- DC. Yeah. That's a crossover. Yeah. Um, but he got his TV start doing the Bruce Tim Green Lantern animated series. Oh. Yeah. So he has some experience in this world before. Oh. Oh. Uh-oh. And yeah, his Flash Run's been great, so I'm very excited for this. Wait, wasn't this he the was same guy who did Super Sense? The comic or the show movie thing? No. I don't know about that, but I, th- I think he did the comic, right? No, that was Peter Tomasi. No, 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 the most recent one. Batman and Superman Battle of the Super Sons, which just, which just came out. He, yeah, that's he wrote the that. Yeah. animated movie. Okay. He also wrote 16 episodes of Supernatural. Which Supernat- ones? Nat, nat. Uh, it's... Let me get the act. Uh, story editor written by, let's see, 16 episodes. They are Scooby Natural. <coughs> One of the best episodes. That was the Scooby Doo crossover, which was phenomenal. Phenom. I just. I accidentally clicked and it went through all that. God damn it, Josh. 16 episodes. So that's 16, season 13. And then he did. Jesus. 15 episodes on season 15. Oof. Story editor. I've changed That's my mind Christ. about his writing. Everything for the last, like, not the first five episodes of season 15, but it looks like every episode after that, he just wrote on. Story editor. All the way to uh, Carry On. Huh. Is that the, not, that was is that the finale. finale? Yeah. Yeah. So he's a story editor on there uh, with Eric Kripke yeah. and Andrew Dabb. Mmm. Zermanico's on this as well, and I'm yes. actually really pumped about that. We love Zermanico. What do I know Zermanico? Flashpoint Beyond. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, he did Jeremy the pages Adams that weren't Mikhail Hannon. Uh, as well, right? Jeremy Adams was co-writing that as well, yes. With Jeff Johns. Fuck yeah, cool. Um, No complaints. Yeah. In fact, this is great news. But wait. There is more. We have even better news. Do you like Tom Taylor? Do you like Nicola Scott? Do you like the way that she draws the thickest of the booties in the whole comic book world? Thicker than any of the other boys and the other girls? I don't don't know. Don't you interrupt me when I'm talking about Nightwing's butt. Okay. I'm done. Go ahead. No, that's fine. It's whatever. No, okay. I finished. That was, that's what I needed. I just needed that extra second. You're done. That's it. Go ahead. You, you'll never work in this town again. Yeah. Well, if you're in it, I will, baby. Okay. 
Oh, say can you, you made it weird. Nightwing's glorious, but... Titans by Tom Taylor and Nicholas Scott is coming. His butt Titans? It's, it's coming, but wait. This, there's mo- this absolutely makes sense based on the last issue of Nightwing. That makes sense, yeah. I, I'm yeah. fine, yeah. Nightwing issue 100 ended with Dick rebuilding the Titans Tower in Bloodhaven. Mm-hmm. And, and we should over. clarify that this is not going to be... Man, he's really uh, gentrifying Titans. Bloodhaven. Yeah, he really is. Um, this is going to be Titans Titans, not Teen Titans, but this because is going to adults. be the original... Yeah. Well, also, there's a Teen oh, Titans man. comic already out there. Is that? At, at what point do they become the, the new Justice League? <laughs> this, this is basically um, what they're doing now. Yeah. Yeah, Titans is now the, the de facto team since the Justice League disbanded. So and Nicholas died. Scott's going to be drawing this? Yeah. Do we have any sample artwork here? Um, there was a cover released, I believe. No, don't listen to him. Okay, I won't. Okay, good. This is great news. I need more enthusiasm about this great um, news now. Yes, here's a cover by Nicholas Scott where she's showing off Dick Grayson's ass. There we go. That's what I want to see, baby. So wait for it. I hope Josh's wife chooses now to walk in. Me too. She's not here. Oh. She doesn't have to know. Hey, honey, what are you looking That's at? That's a lot of Nightwing. This was for the 75th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, I can zoom in so much. I can see that. That is a shiny ass. I can see. Cut to Donald Trump saying everything. Thick. Okay. Uh, the you fact son of a that, bitch, I'm in. Like, this is <laughs> such... Like, those glutes. How else are you going to do the splits? The funny thing is that this cover got a crazy amount of attention online. Uh, and they... From what I can recall, apparently there was some pushback uh, against... Oh, yeah, that looks like Nicholas Scott. Yeah. There was some That's pushback like against this cover because... Booty. But everybody wanted it. It was essential. Nicholas Scott did covers for this for the anniversary for everybody. Um, but this is the only one that had this in specific. I love it. Yeah, uh, the only thing I can think of that I've read by Nicholas Scott was mainly Black Magic. Uh, Wonder Woman. That's... He didn't read Wonder Woman. Okay. But yes, she did draw Wonder Woman Year One by um, Greg Rucka. Greg Rucka. Yeah, Greg Rucka and Nicholas Scott have worked together. A oh, she did times. the second issue, I want to say, of Wonder Woman, Historia, Amazons, whatever it's called. The yes. Oh, yeah, book. she took over. Yes. Or is she three? I think that she, I don't remember. I think she and Kelly Sue Connick have also worked together a bit uh, over the years, but Nicholas Scott is one of those artists. I think she actually got started with Wonder Woman. Like, that was one of her bigger ones uh, with Greg Rucka as well. Yeah, she was notable um, before that. She was notable before that, but that was one of those storylines that got a lot of attention. It was that uh, one we read a couple of years back. It uh, it was an older storyline uh, about the girl running away to Wonder Woman, and then Batman chases her down, and Wonder Woman's like, no, you can't have her, and then there's demons. You don't remember anything. You're pathetic. Okay. 
That definitely sounds like Nicholas Scott. Not you, Josh. I love you. Do you want a fun fact? Great. No. Um, 20... When was this posted? 2017. So, 26 years ago, Nicholas Scott actually auditioned to play Wonder Woman on a TV series. Really? Yeah. Is she that old? I thought she was, like, closer to my age. I don't know. Um, yeah, that looks like her. She huh. was born in... It does not say. Thank you for that. That was very helpful. And it says uh, she was born... It doesn't say. Great. I was loading up her Wikipedia when I started saying... 2016. Alright, well, let's just look for... Yeah, it's gone. Uh, 1960, maybe? There's a Nicholas Scott born in 1960. Let's just go with that. Yes. So this is great news. More enthusiasm. Go. Now. Tom Taylor. Yes. 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 Another Tom Taylor comic. Hooray. Not just another Tom Taylor comic. A Tom Taylor comic with a character that he has been consistent on. Hmm. Okay. When's the last time we saw Tom Taylor do a team book? Was Supergirl part of the team? Dark Knights of Steel? Injustice. I mean, I guess that, that that's that's Dark Ages. I would say that all of those are more like large cast books instead of team books. Okay. Yes. Josh, you're gonna read all of this with us, so just a heads up. Spend you all your money. You also gotta go back uh, and read Nightwing. You need to go back and read it from scratch now. Go. Okay. <laughs> He always sounds so excited to read our suggestions. It's because he's just like, ugh, more DC for me to look at and do things with. I don't want to do things. Why are you making me do stuff? I've got to do math at home and then go stare into the yeah. eyes of my beautiful wife, who we both love each other so much and have a great relationship with our family. Yeah. It's true. The more it's Tyler true. talks about your happiness, the more it's clear that he is not happy. We've known yeah. this from the beginning. Don't play yeah. dumb. It's always fun po- pointing it out, though. It's always sunny. And <laughs> <laughs> Look at this fucker. Fuck you. <laughs> um, so, unfortunately, some sad news. Uh, Titans and Doom Patrol are ending after Season 4. Mm, uh, that should be clarified that they are not being cancelled. Um, they are just coming to their end. Are they not being cancelled? They, they're aware that this no. has been their final season for a while so they they're they're able to come up with definitive okay so it, it was so cancelled but they were given notice to plan accordingly i mean at what point do you go from being cancelled to ending the show i mean uh, four seasons is still quite a bit it is yeah it's it's also a successful show i mean for what started out as uh dcu shows that you could only yeah. watch on your phone some series don't make it past season three some shows don't make it past season one or episode two, yeah. like Velma will be. I I think that show will grow on you if you watch the rest hey, of the episodes. I think you are wrong, and I think we. It was an interesting choice to start all of the uh, cast from just being like shitty people, because they're all teenagers in high school. You remember being a shitty teenager in high school, right? 
Yes, but I wasn't that He's shitty. still a shitty teenager. That's true. He is. Yeah. Uh, you never grow out of it. But they're all going to grow phase, up. It's a lifestyle. Put Listen. on their big boy pants and then become a team. And I assume at the end of the first season, they'll adopt a uh, puppy and name him Scooby. I hope not. I may be a shitty teenager at heart, but Sean looks like a shitty teenager and probably will for the rest of time. Yeah, you. Don't look that all guy? surprised. This is radio. I need to hear some gasps. <gasps> Do we call him a Moi? slag or a slav? No, he's Do a chav. A slab squat? Do you know the difference between a slag and a slav, Josh? <laughs> yeah. I don't think Explain you do. It. I'm not going to explain it on TV. Explain it. Go on. Explain it. Uh, isn't slag like a slutty woman? Yes. Also and me. What is a slav? A slav is just... A Slovakian. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Those guys that just, you know, stand outside the apartment smoking cigarettes. Yeah, they're always wearing Adidas jackets, like, zipped up really high, except for, like, their Adidas? Chest. Yeah, you know, Adidas. The brand. It's a really famous brand. Adidas. Why are you doing this to me? Do you not know Adidas? Adidas. Oh, that's how you say it over there in Ohio? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that's where they say it in a lot of the world. Uh, I don't know about that. In the UK, we say Adidas. Yeah, see? If okay. you say it fast, it sounds like you're trying to say that you eat ass. It's true. If ty- if Sean says it fast. Yes. Yeah. Adidas. I don't think you would eat ass. You strike me as the kind of guy who's like, oh my god. And then you just like... If s- it was reciprocal, maybe. Mm. Maybe. You look like you'd be really critical, like, the whole time. Like, commenting on things like, is this a hair? Oh my god. Put it over there. Like, put it in the pile of hair, of hair you just collected. <laughs> um, I'll be honest with you. Thank I you, think Josh. That, uh, Thank you for including that word in there. <laughs> I think that they're mostly ending the shows because, let's be honest here, there's Tyson no way sucks. that they can keep... Okay. Well, so, I was going to say it's because Brendan Fraser is up for Brendan an Fraser Academy anymore. Award. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. James Gunn had to come out and say, like, this was decided before I even got the job, guys. Please stop like, bullying me on not... Twitter. Please. Yes. This wasn't me. Not that I continue it, but it wasn't me. It must be weird for him because having stepped into this role now, he's the lightning rod for everything that happens. That's bad. Like, anything. Even if it's not bad, if it's just something that is... The ire of all of the Zack Snyder stands are directed fully at him. Yes, mm-hmm. all ten of them. I, I don't know if Peter Safran is getting anything. Well, he doesn't tweet as much. James yeah. Gunn's getting well, hate because he's very, very active on Twitter. We know you'll see this, James Gunn. Peter Safran might check his phone. I mean, he is, but you have to remember that he's had to adjust his Twitter everything because of uh, getting cancelled and fired from Disney that one time for that joke about making fun of pedophiles which didn't support pedophilia in any way but for yeah. some reason people thought it was inappropriate for being way there too were, edgy there were some way too edgy for someone of his age yeah but it's James yeah. Gunn have you seen most of the things he makes yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know if it happened before or after he got cancelled but I think he's taken to basically you know, after a certain amount of time, I don't know if it's, it's like a year six or months, months or something. I think 
he he basically deletes anything older than that. Yeah, yeah I mean, because that was things on You could still find it online, but it's just a bit hard. Yeah, because Ray Fisher pulled them out for that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, oh, I guess, your, has a lot of free time. I guess your support was meaningless. And he was Here's like, my well, question. no, just everything disappears after six months. Why was he, like, digging through that much... Like, how much free time do you have on your hands? That he has a like, lot. Huh. Well, now he does, yeah. Scroll, man. Yeah. It's the endless, endless doom scroll. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I guess uh, my suggestions to everyone is go online, uh, harass James Gunn, uh, Until cry he about renews how... it for more seasons. Yeah. Yeah. You can go onto Twitter and harass James Gunn and ask him, why has Invincible not been released yet? Yeah, exactly. It's been almost two years since the first season. Exactly. Exactly. We had that uh, semi-trailer that came out uh, a week or so ago where it, it's just uh, Steve Yoon and Seth Rogen just kind of riffing about when the next season will come out. And they're like, sometime this year. Let, let's just call it like, the end of 2023 like december 2023 you'll definitely have episodes by then well i'm wondering if they're trying to prioritize the other adaptation of invincible at this point because obviously the cartoon has been successful and they are going to come out with it but they've said that they still want to put out a movie i think is what they said right yeah yeah Yeah, so i think some sort of live action thing yeah i think seth rogan has really kind of proven himself uh producing oh immensely uh, so yeah on all of these things for uh preacher well amc and then Am- yeah amc and then amazon preacher and then the boys and invincible yep uh he's done some other things as well uh the the reason that it's taken so long with invincible is the lead time needed to basically bring everybody back because they made season one and basically said everybody just go your go your own ways and the lead time to get season two back up and running to get everybody back together uh that's why it's taken so long i guess i'm wondering the, why that the actors is such a you know, the voice cast but also the animators to come well, back sure but i guess teams are kind of basically like they've already been contracted out to other places there's just that big crunch going on with animation right which is weird because it feels like there there are a bunch of animation studios out there right now. So I'm wondering what it is. I get that Hollywood, realistically, and I'm using that term loosely, Hollywood, is kind of a small collection of people realistically. Like when you actually look at the people working on it. But I can't help but wonder how is it that they're all so spread out right now? Because I would imagine the most efficient way of working on something like this is at least having them contracted to do a specific portion so that way you're not doing wearing too many hats right like if you're in charge of the flying animation as opposed to the guy who's doing the talking animation you would think that that separation would make things a little bit more smooth but uh i i don't know if you spread out the tasks that much but it's also smaller studios getting subcontracted to bigger studios Mm mm-hmm and that's that's how the world works is smaller companies subcontracting to bigger companies and doing that work and when the time comes to uh censure belt you uh cut costs by getting rid of the subcontractors and keep your own people sure is there any cell animation studios out there anymore say what cell animation studios like is everything just doing on uh, on computers now oh 
cel-shaded stuff. Uh. Well, the reason why I ask is because, I mean, I think that we can all agree that, you know, shows like Batman the Animated Series and uh, Justice League were awesome. They came out of a decent schedule, too. I don't know how overworked they were, so. Probably a lot. Uh, But nowadays, it seems like those are really uh, passion projects. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's a show that should be moved into an animation. Doom Patrol. That would be a good Adult Swim show. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. You could just get the guys that do uh, Robot Chicken to just make the series. Yeah. Doesn't even have to be animated, just claymation. I would, yeah, I'd be Action fine with figures. that. Yeah. Yeah. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Um, this one, I actually don't know this guy, uh, so I'm going to assume you both uh know about this michael cudlitz has been cast as lex luther in superman and lois the ongoing yeah, tv play, series he plays abraham or played abraham in walking dead abraham wait a minute really the yeah. guy with the mustache yeah <laughs> yeah that's what really? prompted Look at josh's this guy. Does this guy scream lex luther to you uh no i yeah we're going from john crier to uh this guy i mean oh, in titans he's gonna be much more yeah he's gonna be much more menacing than john crier ever could be yeah but in titans they had titus welliver playing him which was great casting for a bad show okay let me see who this is titus how do you, you will have you seen him in name? stuff t-i-t-u-s and then the surname is w-e-l-l-i-v-e-r i think He's one of those actors oh, okay. that's just been in, like, everything in, like, small roles. Oh, Jesus, that is a huge beard. He looks like he could be the sexy cowboy background character in yeah. the show Yellowstone. Yeah, I know this guy. Or... Is this guy, uh, what's he in? Is he in Bosch? Yes. Or something? I... Yeah. He could also yeah. play like a football retired football star who just wants to get back together with his family because he blew his knee out and all he wants to do is look into the eyes of his wife and tell her how much she means to him and drink a beer by and a fire. And there's the commercial. So many like bit parts. That's what I said. All sorts of TV shows. Yes. Yeah. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. Keeps the money rolling in. Well, I mean, I think everybody has some history of that have you seen some of the background character history of uh, like some of the bigger actors that have been out there it's it's comical to say the least like seeing just like random background scenes of uh, steve yeah. carell just like being a waiter for it's, example yeah it's weird how they're able to bring him back onto all these shows like he's he's in three episodes of suits it's just a random episode this season a random episode the next season another uh three or four year spread in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Four episodes of Law & Order are special victim units, but that's... He's playing different characters there. Four episodes over 17 years. So, like, no one's going to remember that you were in episode 305. I do. We're at episode 906 now. It doesn't matter. You Sean, a different character now. Sean would be the kind of person who'd be like, hey, I remember you in episode 375. Whoa, 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 whoa. Leo pointing whoa, whoa. meme. Yeah. But exactly. uh, I, I was thinking, you know, maybe they do keep, like, the handlebar mustache, and he can play, like, a redneck Lex Luthor. Like, <laughs> you know, Michael Rosenbaum I'm gonna get III, you, if Superman. he had grown up, if he had grown up in Smallville, 
you know, a, a rags to riches story instead of being like born with a silver spoon in your mouth. Mm, I mean, no. I I don't know the um. I feel like season one. Uh, what what is his name? The guy, uh, Superman's brother. What's his name? Like his Superman's actual brother. Brother. Sorry, Morgan Edge. Oh. Had Morgan Edge as the uh, antagonist for much of season one and some of season two. Uh, who ends up? Spoilers. Sorry. Uh, he ends up being Superman's uh, half brother, Talro, from uh, his mom's previous marriage. Uh, but he's basically like the Lex Luthor stand-in for. <laughs> sure. Uh, he's like the Lex Luthor stand-in for Superman and Lois. So I think it's weird that they're going to have Lex Luthor. It was like, we couldn't get Lex Luthor in time, so we did Morgan Edge instead. I feel like you know all of this because of your fixation with Dan Jurgens. I was Superman. thinking the same thing. Like, is that the reason I, why? I have, nope, I have no idea what you're talking about. Because that was, like, the most, like, neurodivergent rant about the Superman family, and I was, like, impressed, because usually that's me. Okay. You remember when you used to oh, compliment man. me on my knowledge of history? That was back when we were still friends. Yeah. I feel like if they ever did a uh, Sean Astin biopic, this guy could play like an older Sean Astin. Why would they do a Sean Astin biopic? <laughs> they did a Why Rudy biopic, and it'd be like a next level deeper to do a Sean Astin biopic. I would I'd be fine with Astin that biopic. only if they include Sean Astin's character in Adam Sandler's Fifty First Dates, where he has the lisp. <laughs> Or Adam Sandler's click, where he has the Speedo. That's fantastic. Oh, all of the scenes of him dying in uh, Stranger Things. It, it's just the one scene. Yeah, but it feels like ten. Repeat. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he was the, um, the best character in that. He was just a genuinely good dude helping out because... Wholesome. Yeah. Yes. And then she moved on to, from him to David Harbour immediately. Do you blame you go her? go back to my high school flame. Do you blame her? Sean Astin is an angel. She was a lucky woman. And now she's a fucking yes, she whore. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fuck you, Joyce Byers. You just, you just made him cover his mouth in gas. You just shook his world. Jesus Christ. We're going to be getting the wrong fans. Yeah, we are. Show. Incels, come along. We're no going to ruin your day. Speaking of incels, let's talk about Zachary Levi. This made me sad. Let's do it. Yeah, this is let's a whole thing. It. So, um, I'll tell you what. Why don't we go into this in a different light? How about this? This is going to be a polarizing topic to probably none of us. But at the same time, I feel like we have some differing opinions on what some of the better films in the DC universe are. Maybe we yeah. all thought Shazam was at least good. It was the best DCEU movie. Why do we have the same opinions on things? This is making the show challenging. Why can't we have it's an argument? It's definitely up there. I don't know. I think David F. Sandberg is a pretty good uh, filmmaker. Yeah. I've got no challenge to that. I, I was really saddened to say... So, uh, hang on, I'm sorry. Um, 
for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Zachary Levi uh, has drawn some attention right now for a tweet in response to some turd who spreads COVID vaccine conspiracy nonsense and science misinformation, pseudoscience misinformation, uh, saying that uh, the Pfizer company Pfizer is actually more deadly uh, than the actual vaccine itself or the disease. And for some reason, Zachary Levi responded to that with a ambivalent emoji, like with the, like the straight line mouth yeah, and said, agreed. And hardcore agree. Oh, it was hardcore agree. Yeah. Ugh. He's, uh, been called out now. And now there's some people who are doing some digging because it's the internet and people are bored on Twitter and they he, just, yeah. They, well, they're like, it was basically like, you just haven't been paying attention to him. Yeah. Yeah, which Literally, I haven't. It wasn't even, like, hard stuff to find. He did a Joe Rogan episode yeah. that I didn't know about. Yeah. From last year or 2021. Uh, and over the course of... Uh, how long is this video? A minute and a half? Uh, did you watch it? Yeah. Okay, tell over me about it. Over the course of... I, it was, like, a minute and a half long Joe Rogan experience. Uh, praising Jordan Peterson... Uh, what else is there? They talk about the vax. I'm not sure if they talk about the vaccine. It's been a day or two since I looked at it. Uh, Joe Rogan, dead names. Uh, Elliot Page, no pushback on that. Mm -hmm. Jokes about it a bit. Just like checking off, checking off this, that, and that other thing. Mm -hmm. Is that, was there, oh, you mean the Jordan Peterson nonsense? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't really understand how that guy is still around considering how much he whines and cries online all the time. He literally is... How can I put this? You know those professors that obviously are educated and you're like, I can't challenge that part, but then they start crying and whining about dumb bullshit and you're just like, God, I want to bully you because you're such a little bitch. Yeah. That's me to Jordan Mm. Peterson. I don't know. Uh, I I guess some people have described him, uh, Zachary Levi as being like christian libertarian which surprises me because i thought like that you know the same sort of like prosperity bible bullshit that you know rich stars buy into like chris pratt or somebody else yeah this is why we shouldn't like know so much about well maybe we we should. should pay tv and movie stars we should pay them nothing agreed so I guess I'm just confused because they are calling him a Trump Christian like big fo- like fan I guess and it's surprising to me because I I thought he was Jewish first off uh, and I I, th- I saw people saying he was like one of the only non-Jewish actors in uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel really weird all right um, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know what? Okay, I'm seeing some articles pulled up about how he does identify as Christian. Uh, apparently he's done some work uh, with some groups that are known to be uh, transphobic, homophobic, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, which is really shitty. Yeah. And uh, to uh, basically push back on people going, hey, you know, you, you basically said two words and an emoji. Would you like to expand on what you mean by mm-hmm. hardcore agree with 
you know, your dislike for Pfizer. Mm-hmm. And all he did was link to a uh, article talking about uh, Pfizer agrees to settlement. Mm-hmm. A, a settlement on false advertising uh, for a drug, and the settlement was back in 2009. So it's not even... So, like, whatever. yeah, you did a quick Google search and you found something from 10 years ago. Nothing to do... With what's going with on anything now. Sorry, sorry, Josh. Yeah. Josh, yeah. 10 years ago, would you care to reevaluate that? Almost 15. You were just doing math, Josh. I believed 13, in you. Man. 14, Josh. I, 14. It's 23 I now. Don't, okay, I was going by what people were quoting. I'm not sure if the advertising happened in 2009 and the settlement happened some years later. So, so I just Why found don't this you out. Do your own research. <laughs> uh, he is Jewish. Uh, he actually changed his name to uh, not sound uh, quote too Jewish. Not my words. Um, and he's known for turning down roles that were, quote, too Jewish, which to me is an interpretation of, like, maybe I don't want to play something that's a stereotype, but other people are kind yeah. of calling him out. So that's a really quick, easy way to say, don't jump on the bandwagon I hate, uh, you know, without at least seeing the context of things here. It does seem like this is some cringe. Though he has no Jewish ancestry, Levi is often incorrectly perceived to be Jewish due to his stage, stage name. Why the hell does this article say that he is Jewish? I don't know. In a 2016 interview, he lamented that he had been turned down for a number of roles because he was considered too Jewish for the part. Ah, interesting. Which is weird. But yeah, it's a shame he because... He was raised a Christian. <clears throat> I liked Zach Levi. I liked, I loved well, him Chuck. in Chuck. Yeah, um, I mean, fantastic and... role in that. That was just so much fun. And then yeah, obviously she's a writer from Tangled. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and if this is kind of true and he is like a pro-Trump right-wing douchebag, it's sad because Adam Baldwin from Chuck is already like not acting anymore because of that. Yeah, he's like a big his dad also. Loony. Yeah, the um, news just came out about five hours ago. Zach Levi's dad just yeah. died of thyroid cancer, so this is a bad timing for everybody too. You know, damn Pfizer giving people damn thyroid cancer. Pfizer. Maybe that's it. Pfizer killed my father. I gotta ask. At some point, you know, DC just has to be. You know, ask themselves, fuck. <laughs> What am I supposed to do here with all of these? It's just par for the course. They're like another one. Literally, I mean, don't get me wrong. Marvel has had what two actors say. Marvel some... has had like an order of magnitude more actors, though. Well, and over like a fifteen-year period, yeah, as opposed to like two. a year. <laughs> yeah. What are Marvel's controversies? James Gunn and. No, 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 no. no, no. Right. I was. Th- Oh, well, I guess Chris Pratt, I guess, has had some controversy as well. So there's Letitia uh, Wright, minimal. Chris it's Pratt. Like light controversy. He had, like, in- really he had, he had internet backlash well, for calling his son healthy and... No, 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 there was that, but I was thinking about the, the fact Ellen that Page he's a part stuff. of that weird... Hillsong. Well, yeah. Stop interrupting me. Uh, his uh, divorce from... Anna Faris. Uh, Anya, Anya Faris. Uh, no, I was talking about the fact that he's associated with a church that's like well known for being super homophobic. And is that what they're called? 
Yeah. He denies being part of okay, Hillsong. I thought it was though. some Prosperity Bible or something. Mm. It's a subsection of Hillsong, so it's got a different name, and he denies any allegiance to Hillsong, but his church is run by Hillsong and is very. It does conversion therapy and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. I, I remember when that came out uh, a year ago. And his, his defense was like, oh, well, divorce is also wrong in the Bible, but the church welcomed me when I got divorced. Which is a very naive way of looking at yeah. things, but He's not like even a, a sweet way. This is something that's kind of happened over the past few years or something like that. Like joining the church in the past few years. We can look up his Wikipedia page. That'll tell us everything we need to know. Do you think he equates being gay to getting divorced? Is that like on the same level? Yes, they're both choices. So he needs like conversion therapy after his divorce? That went nowhere. This is uh, the line of uh, joking that I'm I'm This is when you have to apologize for me. Yeah. You, You see... He was getting into shape, and they starve these actors, and they go through so much stress that they just ramble off insane shit. He's just reading from a script, man. I am of the mindset that we should know less about these people and stop. Yeah, well, I mean, up until this point where I knew stuff about Zachary Levi, I thought he was a great guy. And that's why we should know less, and we shouldn't let them have Twitter. We should cancel Twitter. Pratt addressed the controversy in a 2022 Men's Health article stating, maybe it was hubris for me to stand up on the stage and say the things that I said. I'm not sure I touched anybody. Religion has been oppressive as fuck for a long time. I didn't know that I would kind of become the face of a religion, when really I'm not a religious person. He still has a strong belief uh, in God, but it was he was never. Twenty ten. Did I say twenty ten? I think so. We'll, I'm we'll tired. I meant twenty twenty back. Yeah. The he says he was never a member of Hillsong, but he chose yeah. not to denounce them so as not to throw a church under the bus. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is so bullshit. Uh, the founder and senior pastor at Hillsong has denied that Pratt was ever a member of his church. Hmm. Um, Pratt attended Zoe Church in Los Angeles, which is affiliated with the Hillsong Church. So, I live in Washington, uh, and that's where Chris Pratt is from. And I've run into people who have known him uh, over the years, or like grew up with him. And they never really brought up anything like that. They said the only cringy thing that, or at least from the conversations I've heard... Uh, about him is that he was really excited about his show on the CW, uh, so he kept pushing that show. Uh, I think it was Everwood, and yeah. that was about it. Really, it's just, just the guy being excited about his work, from what I understand. Here's my personal question: Do we, as the public, overreact to things? Maybe, or maybe we're quick to jump the gun when it comes to things that we don't know the full story or extent about or is this reaction justified oh sure like if i saw somebody or like was around like say a friend or a family member that was saying like you know one you know get a bunch of conservative folks out here but if someone was like oh man pfizer is evil and someone said you know hardcore creepy like dude shut up stop being an idiot yeah i think i mean you need- you, if you were able to talk to somebody like that you'd say dude shut up you can disagree with Big yeah. Pharma and call them out, but when you directly, like, without any 
context just say like oh yeah Pfizer bad people associate that with a anti-vax like mentality yeah yeah so this I think in a, this day a ploy and from big ant-man to, uh, <laughs> no, finish your joke to, to derail Shazam the Shazamily they want to tear like, your Shazamily in apart this, day and age you need to be careful with what you're saying and the effect it will the he tweeted that at about 12 30 a.m i'm not sure what time zone he is and if he's if he's on the west coast then he tweeted at like 9 30 p.m but it's a little late to be tweeting crazy stuff what was the roseanne elon musk what did they blame for their tweets was it adderall or something ambient ambient that was it I took an Ambien. Yeah, that was a running joke for a while. Sorry, yes. I took an Ambien South and just Park turned into it. a monster. Yeah, guys, guys, I'm asked you yeah. to not bring up Ambien on the show a couple times now because you it almost killed my friends. I was on Ambien. What? It's okay, Dave. We love you. We know you're never gonna take another Ambien again. That's uh, going uh, going out to our Patreon supporter, Dave, uh, aka Travolta the Goat, aka Whoopsie Doodle. Uh, do you not remember? He's the guy who fell mm. on the glass table. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, I didn't realize he. Well, you're giving him PTSD right now. Uh, How can okay. we give him PTSD if he's dead? He's alive. I thought you said your friend died. No. I'm calling him right now. He's coming on the show. Okay. Oh, Canada. Anyway, oh, Zach Levi. Dude, you couldn't keep your mouth shut for another, like, two or three weeks yeah. until the movie had come out? Is the movie yeah. coming out next month? Like, March. Ant-Man and Shazam come out February 17th. Okay. Ooh, great, Sean! It's a great Valentine's Day date. Post-Valentine's date. You know, hey, you're alone. Time to go see a movie by yourself. Go I, see Ant-Man. My, my wife and I went to see... Deadpool for Valentine's Day. That's not the same the thing. Deadpool is a classic. That's a it's a love story. They have pegging we in there. went to the melting yeah. pot for dinner, and then we had seen some like you see other people at the melting pot. We saw some other couple that was also at the melting pot also went to the same theater as us. Okay, cute. I think the most romantic part about Deadpool is the fact that they acknowledge that he looks like if an avocado fucked a topographical map the most beautiful thing was that the first one or the second one that was the first one okay yeah and then they fired that guy because he went insane <laughs> he he took an ambient <laughs> took an ambient so, cooled in a bomb threat yep exactly Fucking um, crazy people i know so this is man i hope i'm never that rich that i can just be crazy yeah on ambient i know yeah. To be honest with you, if I got that rich and I was high on Ambien and I didn't do something crazy on Twitter, I'd be surprised with myself. Totally Speaking totally of crazy, crazy, The Boys has outperformed all of the Marvel TV series. Yeah, so that is what the article says, but there's some big caveats here. Uh, number one, this is for basically all of 2022 this counts all seasons, all episodes watched. This does not count uh, streaming on 
devices other than TVs. So, uh, on your phone or your laptop, mm-hmm. doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Tablet doesn't count. It has to be on your TV. It's strange, uh, but okay. Yeah. Like I said, this counts all seasons. So, there's three seasons of The Boys Out. So, that would include any watching of season one or season two. Does it include that spin-off animated thing? No. No. Just the boys. Uh, Amazon Prime has more uh, subscribers than Disney+. Plus. Uh, it's hard to figure out exactly how many of those subscribers are actually watching Amazon Prime. Because it just comes with your Amazon Prime membership. This is only counting people in the U.S. Uh... But I was seeing some statistics that about 200 million people have watched at least something with their Amazon Prime account. Whereas I've got varying numbers of subscribers for Disney Plus, but it's not anywhere close. I've seen anywhere from 90 to 140 million people uh, in the U.S. accounts in the U.S., which doesn't seem right. We don't have one, you know, one account for every two people, but maybe. Hmm. Uh, so, all that considered, you know, there's 30 or so episodes of The Boys that run for an hour each versus, you know, the shows that we did have from Marvel this past year, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and She-Hulk all ran for six to eight episodes mm-hmm. that are 30 minutes to an hour long. So there's less episodes to watch, less length of time so you compare the the amount of minutes watched that'll really skew total number of views i can see what you're saying okay uh if you guys click through to the nielsen ratings the actual website nielsen uh and look at some of the uh top streaming you'll see stuff like ncis which has 356 episodes Mm. it's run for like 50 seasons is at the top of streaming programs with 38 billion minutes viewed jesus that's acquired that's acquired stuff stranger things is uh way up there at the top uh with 52 billion minutes viewed but that also includes all seasons all 34 very very long episodes you see a lot of other things up there at the top. Grey's Anatomy, Criminal Minds with 300-some episodes each, Supernatural, 300-some episodes, Heartland, 200 episodes. The Simpsons is still making the list with 667 episodes. So, there's that. Simpsons Fucking did. Coco Melon. Yeah. God damn. Uh, <clears throat> stuff like Encanto or Bluey, uh, which aren't as long, uh, but have... A lot of rewatchability because kids latch onto that and will watch a show over and over again. That's how those shows rack up those billions of minutes and viewers. Billions. I think my kids account for about a third of that. <laughs> We've watched Encanto about a thousand times. How I'd often say. do they sing the song? Oh, we sing it in the car all the time. I'm so sorry. We We have the soundtrack. We listen to it. It's out of order. It's so dumb. They have all the main songs, and then they have all the like additional songs. We need to cut it in. 
I think the, so they're all in order. The Disney songs I sing the most uh, and listen to the most was like Elton John's songs for The Lion King. Uh, yeah. Aladdin soundtrack Probably. is good. Aladdin is fucking yeah. great. Hercules has some good ones. I, I would listen to. Uh, so good. If I'm out running, I will listen to the End of the Spider Verse soundtrack. That is you run top notch. Yeah. You exercise. You know, Why? Are you oh, is that what that is? I just see Goofy. <laughs> I just see Goofy. <laughs> what? That's my shirt, you asshole. <laughs> Why am I so flabby? This is all skin right here. <laughs> I used to be 400 pounds. I was the whale. Listen, I'll tell you this right now. From going from a fat kid to a semi-fat adult, that extra skin sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Everything rubbing together. Yeah, I have it to tuck it into my pants, and then I just hang out. And you got play a with like flap. you got like a talcum powder subscription. Anyway, can you do a subscription? That'll save me a lot of money. I don't know. Oh, thank uh, God. Just looking at some of the other things, if you look at streaming programs like Netflix, is just killing it. They are, but everything except for The Boys and The Ring of Power were the top fifteen streaming original programs. Yeah, which. Uh, looking at this list, I, I'm, I'm glad that Umbrella Academy made the list. That's great. Yeah. The Boys came in at number 11 out of original streaming programs. I don't... With uh, 10.6 billion. Yeah, I don't... Viewed. I, I just don't... Is that even a fair comparison, The Boys to Umbrella Academy? I guess the reason why I ask uh, is just because, you know, the way that the shows have... Yeah. Well, they, they basically tie here. Uh, the the Umbrella Academy had 10.5 billion minutes viewed to The Boys 10.6. The Umbrella Academy has 30 episodes. The Boys has 24 episodes. It's fairly close. Uh, I think The Boys came out uh, a little earlier than Umbrella Academy, so The Boys had a bit more run running time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it adds up that much. Can I ask you, like, uh, I would love to hear both your opinions. The Boys, uh, we all love. We absolutely love The Boys. It's a fantastic show. It's one of the best comic book adaptation shows ever made. But I guess I want to yeah. ask, you know, what would you say, What would you chalk that up to? Would you chalk that up to Eric Kripke? Do you think it's because of the way that they... Uh, well, as opposed to other superhero shows, people kind of say oh the the marvel shows have kind of become kind of milk toast you know they're they're playing it too safe the boys is satire against the superhero shows while also being a very good superhero show in itself Mm -hmm. well someone i follow on tiktok made a really good point which is something that he uh addresses in his literary courses uh, is that in order for a parody to be good there has to be, they have to come to, from a place of uh, appreciation and love for the thing that they're making fun Understanding. of. Understanding. Yeah. They understand the genre very well. I mean, they've taken Garth Ennis' work and made, made it, it much more palatable yes. to the mainstream audience while not really diluting the message, I suppose. Yeah. I would also maybe... They, they've elevated it. They've made it better. They've cut out you know they've they've sanded off a lot of those edges the the edgiest parts of the comic was the edgiest thing i've ever read 
It is very edgy. I think the edgiest thing that he's ever written is Crossed, and that's just horrible. It's just it's yeah. literally just so, gore porn. Oh, really? Yeah. So Seth Rogen has been producing Garth Ennis properties. They cut their teeth on Preacher, and the show started out pretty well, but it got better as the seasons went on, yeah. I would say. I would say that too, but uh, I also... I, I would have to add that The Boys also takes the risk of looking at society as a whole right now and specifically american society and <clears throat> allowing that to be a part of the parody it yeah. does a good i mean they cut sus- off some of the edgiest stuff from that as well yeah it does a good satire like a realistic satire of how america would treat superheroes in a certain point of view a sort of worship culture yeah, oh, they've got cool. agents, they're celebrities, they're going to photo ops, and... Yeah. And it does it in a... It's weird to use this word when describing the show because everything is so over the top. But it does it in such a... I forgot the word I was going to say. Palatable? No. Um, not subtle. Overt. No. The word's gone. Yeah. Um, okay. I forgive you. I'm tired. I need sleep. That's okay, me too. Um Yeah, you've got something that's still like very edgy and out there and crazy gory, but there's such humanity in there as well. Yeah, I actually would hundred percent agree with that. Like even think... Homelander has character, he isn't just yes. a douchebag. I mean, he, he is, but... But he's more complex than just there. an asshole. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, that's a really good point, because I think that there's an assumption that if you're going to be making anything superhero-oriented anyways, that you only have two-dimensional characters. And I don't think that that's necessarily true, but I believe yeah. that that's the perception. That is what the show's yeah. done with everything. Well, he, it's taken... He kind of... Well, for Homelander, he, he really, I don't know what the word is, epitomizes... Uh, the kind of celebrity that not only wants to be big, but is also seeking the approval of everyone. Mm-hmm. Or just the approval of his biggest fans. Trying to be seen, mm-hmm. I suppose. Accepted. Yeah. In some cases, I would say that because of that mentality, that in, in, in such a way it's psychopathic, it really characterizes this media desire, this this really intense need for... Obviously approval, but I guess I would add on uh, a desire to be in the minds of everyone that you can, you know? And maybe that has something, maybe that's saying something about the way that American media has this really intense need to be dipping its fingers in the pies of everything or on every media outlet or whatever it is. If he had the right influences or was directed the right way, he could be a force of good. Mm-hmm. But instead, he's swallowed the red pill and kind of turned into an incel. And- I'm actually really happy that you bring that up because I think that uh, another something similar is the relationship he developed with uh, Storm. Uh, Stormfront. Thank you. Um, I-, I feel like even just that is a really strong allegory or... Uh, maybe it would be a comparison or a metaphor for America's history with you know Nazism and the relationship that 
the this country developed with the sciences that came out of World War II. I mean, how many? Yeah. I I can't even begin to list the amount of things that just changed because of World War II, and we, you know, brought in several former Nazis to be a part of yeah, our. Yeah. Look up uh, Project Paperclip. Yeah, that's a perfect example. I guess. Well, that is that is the operation right there of acquiring scientists, Nazi scientists, or uh, from the you know the countries that lost World War II, I believe. No, yeah, you're was trying to acquire, bring in that sort of, hey, let's bring in that talent. Yeah, essentially. Uh, and th- thank you for clarifying for the people who don't know what that is. Um, so. I mean, I should probably say, I, I don't think that the boys should be something that is seen as like this pivotal art piece that needs to be dissected from top to bottom. Obviously, it's still a show where, uh, you know, a guy's dick explodes. Uh, well, actually, everything else explodes too, but still. Um, I think that it also is coming out at a time when there's so much saturation in the market for this thing that all three of us love, obviously. But it's... It can be really exhausting with how much stuff is out there right now, you know? Yeah. And, you know, we, I think for a part of this, people are dunking on, uh, this whole article basically was brought to my attention because people were dunking on the Marvel shows. Like, hey, look, the boys did so much better than all these Marvel shows that came out. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I was, I was at, trying to find the Nielsen ratings for shows like She-Hulk and, she-Hulk has at least uh, about 4 billion uh, minutes of viewing, mm-hmm. which is uh, less than half, just shy of half of what the boys had. Uh, but that doesn't add in the other weeks because uh, Nielsen only shows the top 10 for each week. So there's still more viewing time that can be accrued weeks later on mm-hmm. so i would be surprised if they made it over like five billion minutes of viewing for she hulk okay that makes sense um i am still looking forward to a lot of the other marvel shows that are coming out i mean i, I don't know about you guys I, I don't feel as much obligation towards a lot of these programs that are coming out anymore it's just too yeah. much i mean we have had uh, a little bit of a break from these shows she hulk ended uh back in october so it's been three months so far and the next thing that comes out is secret wars right um secret invasion secret invasion that's it yeah sean you're muted yeah so secret invasion comes out sooner than later i think uh with the super bowl coming up in a week or so we'll probably get a trailer for that and get an actual date in the next week or so mm-hmm. we'll talk about it then uh but even then it's still what a month out mm-hmm. or more so yes because we'll they've been doing nice... some star wars stuff in the meantime i think some of the animated stuff oh yeah i don't really pay attention the to that bad batch much. and tales of the jedi yeah. i've not seen any of it but mm. that's what's been happening tales of the jedi is on the list yeah okay Speaking of uh, good shows, Last of Us has been renewed for season two. Whoop. Yes. Not if we, if we hurry renewed. up, I can watch That's episode three. Man. Yeah. Uh, 
I haven't seen the newest episode quite yet, so I will be watching that as well. Yay! We'll all go watch it after this. Watch party. We'll definitely check out oh. Sean. You need to Sean. You should check out the recruit. It's very good. It's actually a really good show, man. The recruit. The uh, the guy they got as the lead, Noah Centino, I think is how you say his last name. Very charismatic lead. Immensely. It's also just a genuinely good spy uh, story. I, I feel like it's got some flaws. You know, it's not perfect. Yeah, but sure. I still really enjoyed the fuck out of it. I power watched it. And honestly, these days, I don't Same. power watch things. I've been watching it this week. Oh, good. Yeah, I've been watching it this this weekend uh, through last night. I stayed up to watch the uh, the last of it. I, I really enjoyed in the back half of the series how they allowed the secondary characters to interact with each other yes without the leads being present yes absolutely they have their own stories that are going on what's the name of that uh character from uh the tom clancy series of novels uh he was a jack ryan yeah i was thinking about this it's basically just jack ryan right because he's just a lawyer he's not actually i'm just an analyst yeah that's what it was yeah it is very much in the it is very much in the theme of Jack Ryan, which the third season just came out, and I need to get on that. John Krasinski does a great job on that. You know what? This is another issue. So when you have a company like Amazon Prime stepping into the realm of streaming and doing so well, of course they're going to do well because they have so much fucking money to dump into it, and they've been able to operate at a loss for the, so many different things. Yeah. The teams that they get behind these. Yeah. If you look at that, or HBO with The Last of Us, the team they have doing the last, I mean, they're they're able to do very uh, close to the story, close to the game adaptations while uh, doing some variations on a theme. They're able to go back because they have the uh, creator uh, Neil Druckmann. From, yeah, Neil Druckmann from the game coming in as one of the co-creators of the TV show. And they're, like I said, they're able to do kind of variations on a theme where, okay, this doesn't translate as well to television. Let's go back. Let's change this. I haven't had a chance to play the video game. It's been kind of on the so list. So good. I've yeah. played parts uh, of But it. I know that the, the changes from like the, the game to the TV show where they kind of lessen uh, the pursuit of the military being pursued by the military mm-hmm. in uh, the second episode. They make it more about the uh, cordyceps or whatever they call it. It's cordyceps. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Um, they don't refer to them as like walkers or anything like clickers. that. Clickers. They, well, yeah. they do refer to them as clickers, but I know what you're talking about. The change that one of the big changes that they made was that they uh, wanted to include some more factual science around uh the spores aspect of things so they wanted to include like the tentacles and the uh systems of underground uh connected tissue with uh fungi um which is really cool i I think being able to have extra uh minds extra sets of thinking onto that level of storytelling is really helpful I, i really enjoyed it but i also really enjoy the fact that even when they did try to make some bigger changes, like the way that the clickers looked, they ended up just saying, no, let's just go back to the way it's supposed to look from the video game. I'm also noticing mm-hmm. that the budget is really high for this show, but there's still more that they could be putting into like special effects, for example. Um, the scenery shots are where it yes. suffers. Like when you've got them clearly just imposed on the CG background where you've got like the tower falling over and shit. 
Yes. Mm. It's I would the also same say... thing as House of Dragon, which I've just started watching as well. There are a few scenes of that where you can tell that they didn't film on location like they did with Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah, I actually yeah. had the same uh, thoughts. I just put on episode one. Um, I feel like this is also tied into the same issue that we've seen before with Marvel overextending their CGI uh, staffers. The, the choice to do things on a very controlled stage instead of trying to shoot more on location of some sort. Yeah, which is fine sometimes. I mean, Sin City is still If one you of don't my... have the budget of Dune, where Dune was able to just master the lighting for their stages. So I'm really happy that you bring that up because that's something that I don't think people really bring. It's the same thing as like inkers and colorists. It, it is such a heavy change when you have someone who is incredibly skilled and has a strong eye uh, for cinematography and lighting versus somebody who's just kind of rolling the camera, you know? I, I feel like there yeah. are moments that could have been changed when it came to episode one of Last of Us, you know, as far as like cinematography goes, just to give it a little bit more emotional depth, I suppose, you know, we're supposed to be stressed out about a lot of what's going on. If we had like a single extended shot for like five minutes, that will add to the stress because you don't know what's going to happen. There was the opportunity for that. There's an opportunity for a lot of these things, but ultimately I can't, I can't, change any of that and i'm gonna have those thoughts in the back of my head but it still makes the show and really enjoyable for me i i still love it um i think that it's a great video game adaptation i strongly recommend playing the video game i beat both one and two holy god in hell is it fucking well done mm-hmm. um there's essentially no other news when it comes to tv series but i do have a bit of good news for you guys how do you guys feel about Greg Capullo going over to Marvel? I couldn't get less. What if I told you he's working with Donny Cates? That changes things. What if I told you he's working on Wolverine? Okay, I'm in. Yeah. Now, none of this is confirmed right now. Uh, <laughs> I just made it all re- up. <laughs> what is the been, it came What to is the 100%? Dream. Here's two things that are confirmed. One... He's working with Donny Cates. Two, that he is doing something Wolverine-oriented, and he posted on social media his drawing of Wolverine and immediately let out uh, Let the Gossip Begin. It's a sketch piece, so it's not something that is complete. Oh, I think I remember that. Mm -hmm. It's confirmed. That was a while back, wasn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, no. This this Wolverine piece is uh, fairly recent, but the news about him going over to Marvel is uh, a couple of months old now, I think. Okay. And I wouldn't doubt in, in the world that Donny Cates would want to work with the guy who's worked on Spawn, Haunt, Batman. That just It's a good fit. That, yeah, that's, that's all the pictures they would show uh, when they did the announcement was like Spawn and Batman were the only pictures. Of, like, is he doing Spawn Batman for Marvel? That seems kind of odd. He did some covers for this uh, crossover event that just happened, I think. Yeah. Um, maybe some interiors, yeah. but I haven't really been... I haven't read Spawn in uh, so long at this point, which is... Why have you not read all 320 issues and all the spin-offs? I, I tried. I tried really hard, and I prioritized other things. Um, they've... Sorry, I say they. 
DC has made some very recent announcements as of the last 24 hours as far as like plot for things that are coming out that we've been talking about. Like there was the announcement about the Green Lantern, Jeremy Adams uh, story coming out. It's been announced that the Earth has been quarantined. They're looking for Sinestro, things like that. Um, but this announcement with uh, Greg Capullo was the most exciting one that I saw. And I definitely wanted to share that with you because I love Greg Capullo. I don't know about you guys. He's yes. miss for me. I agree. Really? Yeah. Overrated I'm surprised. Suck. Yeah, I think it, it maybe it has more to do with the writers that he works for. I think he's a very serviceable artist. I would say that that's being a bit harsh. I feel like his his faces art... in Court of the Owls and most of his Batman runs sucked, especially the early stuff. Uh, um, Mark Miller Reborn was just kind of mad. Death Metal. Well, that was, was just awful. a bad plot. That's Again, that's plot. His art, though, the art is fucking was rushed fantastic. as fucking that. Uh, you're wrong. We'll I can't see. begin we'll to see express what happens that that's with the this. case. I can already kind of picture what his Wolverine is going to look like. Yeah, because it's Greg fucking Capullo. It's gonna Wolverine is going to be four foot two. Thank God, that's the way he should be. Just like he should be. Exactly. Have you read Greg Rucka's Wolverine run? I have to check if I have it. I love it so much, you guys. It's one of the most heartfelt things that you'll ever read in a Wolverine comic. I I always get the kind of off-brand Wolverine stuff. Wolverine Origins, Old Man Logan, Dead Man Logan, mm -hmm. all that stuff. But that's more like Ed Brisson. Yeah. Kind of stuff. It is, but not that there's anything... Brisson has been doing a good job, so... Um... I think that's pretty much it for news, unless there's anything that you guys wanted to share. No, I think we're, we're just about caught up. Cool. And we actually did this in a decent amount of time, considering. So uh, I guess uh, we can call it good from there. Um, did you have any desire to talk about comics next uh, couple of days? Uh, I know we're kind of slammed for time on things. It's the beginning of the new year. Obviously, work. It's Sean shaking his head now. I don't think we'll I've got any this time this week. Okay. Well, that's okay. It's fine with me. I'm just happy I get to spend time with you. I just... I love you guys. Mm -hmm. You don't have to say it back. I wasn't going to. Okay. And on that note, I'm going to call my... Ther I mean, I'm going to end the show. We're going to call it good here. If you've got any love letters you want to write to me to make me feel better about myself, send them to thecultofcomics at gmail.com. Also, for recommended readings or things that you think that can be improved on the show. Like, maybe you just want to see more of me. Maybe you think that I deserve some love. You can also go to Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all the podcast locations, thanks to Anchor.fm, our distributor. Uh, you can go on to there or patreon.com slash cult of comics in order to find your monthly contributions. And if you're making monthly contributions for the dollar a month or higher level, you can be one of our blood boys. Keep us sustained, longevitized. I'm using that word every single time. I don't think it's actually a word. I just kind of use it. Uh, but keep us going. At this point, uh, this is something that we would like to do quite a bit more of. And if we end up making some kind of money off of it we can start putting it back into the show putting it out in forms of advertising maybe more interactions with the fans maybe more books to read uh and that's all going to be thanks to you so uh give us money
Make me make me yes. holla for a dollar. Uh, on that note, I've got nothing else. So thanks for checking us out. If this is your first time uh, listening, if uh, this is your 80th time listening, thanks for sticking around. And yeah. I think I think this is basically like our uh, two year anniversary of doing this in this format. We're just around there. Yes. So uh, we are close to episode 100 officially. Uh, we should be doing some sort of a spectacular. Uh, I would like that. And I've going. To, I guess I'll just uh, keep up to keep you guys up to date on things with that. Sound good? Cool. Excellent. All right. On that Bye. note, take care. Dash. 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 Dot. 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 The three of us are in a cult.